0: This is the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Eric Smith. On today's episode, we are joined by Ames High Senior, Your Zoo. We're going to have an amazing conversation about her artwork, where the inspiration comes from, and talk through some of her amazing pieces. All right, Yor, thank you for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm very good. I just want to thank you for being on this episode. I have, we, we actually haven't had a chance to meet prior to this episode, but believe me, I have seen uh, your artwork and, and what you have done. And every time I see a piece that is, is sent to me over email we always shared in our magazine or we have shared many pieces i am completely blown away and so when i was starting to think about Ames high students who could be on this podcast you were very high on my list of of students to reach out to so how is the school year going for you we talked a little bit um before we started recording the episode but you're a senior this year Yep. how is your senior year going
1: pretty good, I would say. I am a remote student this year, and I will continue to be a remote student for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, uh, it has been a bit tough because I haven't been able to see my friends and um, interact with people at school, but I have been enjoying time at home and spending time with my family.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's very cool. So I, I wrote down a couple of I'm going to sort of set the stage because predominantly what we're going to talk about on this podcast is your artwork, and I am always fascinated and always want to talk with creative people, and you certainly uh, fit that category, and I just want to talk about you know where some of your inspiration comes from your artwork, sort of your process, and, and so we'll dive into all of that, but to set the stage, um, I, I went back on several of our past magazines because we have, like I said before, reported out on some of your work, but you've been part of the National Art Honor Society, you've been um, selected as um, an award winner for them, certainly all state honors, you had a best of show for a youth art month show, and I'm sure I'm missing many more accolades that you have received, but when did you become serious about your artwork?
1: Um, I would say I became serious at about freshman or sophomore year in high school, because that was the time that um, I was like figuring out what I wanted to do, um, like career-wise, and what I wanted to do in the future. So once I found, once I like determined that I wanted to become an artist, I became more serious about my artwork. I started to push myself to improve my skills and to improve my art concept, and yeah.
0: So when you started this this process, like what happened before then? Was there like a turning point? Um, I know, well, go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so like in middle school, I would uh, attend National Junior Art Honor Society with my teacher, Miss Dobbins, and um, I would always like, Uh, work on art after school for hours at a time and I just really enjoyed it Um, um, but like in high school when I wanted to find out what I wanted to do in the future I decided that art was the thing that I enjoyed the most and the thing that I was good at so that's why I just that was kinda like the turning point that was when I decided I wanted to become an artist.
0: How much time do you spend on it do you say in a week because looking at the pieces and we're gonna look at some of them today and talk through some of them it's a lot of work and I'm sure you know it's a passion area and it's something that gets you excited but it's also a, a big time commitment to yeah. do something on the level that you're doing and so like how much time do you spend on a, in a week just working on stuff
1: um, in a week I would say like maybe two hours to five hours okay maybe. Um, it always just depends on like how much schoolwork I have because <laughs> I have to like balance that out um but yeah I would say like about 3 hours average maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I have I consider myself a creative person. You know, I put together our district magazine which is, you know, a different creative process than than some of the work that you're doing, but it's something that I'm always thinking about. Like I'm mm-hmm. always thinking about layout or what stories we could be writing. So you say 2 to 5 hours that you're working on it, are you thinking about it all the time?
1: Yes, I would say, yeah. Um, When I'm not occupied with like schoolwork and homework and things like that, I do think about it a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm like always on the lookout for new inspiration and new ideas. Um, I like to keep like a sketchbook and notebook handy, like in case I come up with inspiration, I like to jot it down. Um, what,
0: what would be an example of something like that? That's that's, that's interesting um, to me. Has there been one that that you've taken from just an idea and then I'm certain you moved it forward all yeah. the way through completion? Mm-hmm. Like what would be an example of, of one of those that you would just jot down?
1: So well um, I was creating a three-dimensional art project once and I was like on the lookout for types of materials that I could use and I saw these plastic bottles like in my house and i was like what if i create something out of those so i jot down that idea and then eventually i did create is that what you sent me mm -hmm. all
0: right well let's talk about it that's i think that's a good segue um so i was thinking about this so this is a podcast you know which is you know audio driven but we do also video record these that are on youtube and if there was any an episode that you know, someone should watch rather than listen. This might be the one because we're, we're going to take a look actually at some projects that you have looked like. So for this particular one, so it started as an idea, but talk us through what are we looking at here? What What is this? So
1: um, it's a set of light fixtures, and they're made completely out of plastic bottles. So... Um, This project was actually inspired by Sarah Turner, an eco artist I found online, and she does really cool um, light fixtures made completely out of plastic material. And so I thought that was a really cool idea and I wanted to try something like that. So, um, yeah, I collected a bunch of plastic bottles from around my house and then I um, painted each of them in an an analogous color scheme. And then I cut each of them into strips of different shapes and sizes. And then I like kind of just glued them all together with hot glue and then stuck a, a light bulb in the middle. And then, yeah, it just turned out to be a pretty cool, intricate light fixture.
0: I love every part of it. Now, where are these now?
1: Um, they are at my house. <laughs>
0: are they being used?
1: Um, yeah. I sometimes turn them on occasionally. <laughs>
0: well, they're beautiful. I mean, they really are. I mean, it's... it's it's clearly a beautiful piece of work, but um functional nonetheless. so where else um so you just gave us an example of an artist that you were you know researching or mm-hmm. you know looking into yeah. Where else do you get inspiration? I mean other artists um, but but where um, else are you getting inspiration for your work?
1: Yeah, I get most of my inspiration from other artists. I usually look on social media like Instagram, where I. Um, I like to find different styles, different mediums, different concepts posted by different types of artists. Um, I also look at books too. Like I have a bunch of graphic design books at home where I get a lot of my conceptual inspiration from. Um, I also get inspiration from like current events and things that are happening around me. Like so um, sometimes I want to communicate like uh, a message or to advocate for a um a topic or um, bring awareness to something so yeah like um
0: so let's um, talk through this yes. you're really you're really good at this you're good good at segwaying because this is another piece <laughs> that i wanted to talk to you about so this was done through adobe illustrator right yes. and so talk us through what you were thinking about when you created this particular piece and maybe describe, um, what it is that we're looking at.
1: So, um, this is an artist book. Um, it was inspired by like the black lives matter movement that was happening at the time and just like the need to promote racial equality and like bring awareness to the challenges faced by racial minorities. Um, and so, Beginning this project, I did a bunch of research and um, to better understand racism in America and I looked at a bunch of news articles and TED Talks and um, from that, I compiled like a list of quotes and pictures and I combined that stuff with a a specific design style on Adobe Illustrator and then once once I was done designing, I printed a physical copy of it and then I um, I shared pictures of it on social media to kind of fulfill my purpose of advocating for um, racial equality.
0: Yeah. It's incredibly powerful. And, you know, just from a design aesthetic, it's incredibly beautiful. Um, but as mm-hmm. far as um, the message also that, you know, you're looking to share, it's incredibly powerful. You know, and... and I'm getting a sense that you know you're you're following current events and you're following what's happening, and I find it to be really powerful to um, for you, but a lot of people, but yourself particularly, to use your talents to mm-hmm. to share something that is very. Beautiful, but also can be powerful. You know, we see authors in a literary sense are sharing their talents And and you are sharing your talents um, in this way as well. I think it's it's absolutely Wonderful So so far and we're going to talk um, about at least another one if not more but so far You know, we've talked about plastic bottles and then you're also working on adobe illustrator, which you know that range of creativity as an artist is very wide Mm -hmm. is there a certain medium that you gravitate towards more than others or or has there been one that you've really grown to appreciate but maybe you didn't when you first started
1: yeah um, so I think I would say I like graphic design the most and like computer digital art that kind of thing Um, just because there's so many Possibilities. There's so many things you can do with it, and it's all just like right at your fingertips on the computer. Um, there's also a lot of freedom. Um, there's. It's kind of different from like drawing and painting because there's sometimes a few limitations to that. Um, but with graphic design, there's so many different um, possibilities. And um, but like it's not to say that I don't like drawing and painting. I really do enjoy drawing and painting too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can become really creative with that as well. Yeah.
0: So you had talked about, you know, really becoming a serious artist, you said around your freshman year. you started gravitating towards that way. Talk to me about how some of your art teachers at the high school really took and supported you during this process.
1: Um, yeah, so. I'm Mrs. Weedy at the high school. She really encouraged me and um, she uh, made me aware of all of these competitions available and things that I could participate in. And so I guess she supported me that way. Mm -hmm. And also just like congratulating me every time I um, received an award. And just always, she was always like there for me um, to answer any of my questions. uh, yeah, and also in middle school Miss Dobbins was my art teacher as well. She helped me develop my art skills and uh, my conceptual art, art concepts and things like that. Um, yeah.
0: How much do you rely on your understanding of art concepts? Is, is it intuitive for, for you as a, as a you know a creative student like you just sort of gravitate towards understanding or or do you really think about, particular art concepts when you're developing a piece?
1: Um, I think it's kind of intuitive for me. I just kind of go with the flow, but sometimes I um, think about like what I want to communicate and how I want to communicate it. Um, it's kind of a hard concept to grasp, Yeah. but yeah, I experiment a lot with um, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah.
0: Do you find that a lot of your pieces are always pivoted around a message or um, a particular angle? I know that you've named, you know, you have titles for all of your art pieces, or at mm-hmm. least the ones that I've seen. Is Does that help steer the direction of the piece?
1: Yeah, so um, sometimes if I want to, like, communicate a message, like, for example, um, anxiety or, like... Um, a chaotic feeling, um, then that would be an example of like where I communicate a message. But sometimes it's also just me trying to do a bunch of exploration with different types of styles and mediums and, um, yeah, things like that.
0: Let's talk through at least one other piece. This one has always caught my eye, um, titled, identity talk me through what what we're looking at in this particular piece
1: so it's a an acrylic painting um and there's actually origami pyramids stuck onto the surface and so i like um folded a bunch of um pyramids together out of origami paper and i hot glued them onto the surface and for the painting in the background uh, i kind of incorporated like a a kind of unique style, I guess. There's a bunch of um, organic shapes and solid colors and things like that. Yeah.
0: Let's move through um, at least one others. I have a stack here that we could go through. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about about this piece.
1: Um, so this piece is called um, Overthink, and it's actually communicating like anxiety and overthinking things. Um, so this is made with acrylic paint and um, when I was making this I really wanted to convey like a chaotic feeling, um, kind of how it might feel for a, an anxious person. So I kind of like um, used the medium to do that. like I used paint splatters made paint slashes. Um, to create a chaotic atmosphere, to communicate that chaotic message.
0: We'll go through at least uh, at least one more, kind of along same, along the same lines as a chaos theme mm-hmm. yeah. here, and, that, and that's what I wrote down on the back as far as the title of this one. Talk me through through this one. I love I love the backgrounds on on all of these pieces. Um, it's it seems to be very much your style, but also each one is very different as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, this one is called Chaos and um, is also made out of acrylic paint. Um, So for this one, I was like exploring different uh, ways to apply paint and so um, you can see like the swipe marks were actually made by like a large palette knife. And um, what I did was I like um, squeezed a a few colors of paint and then I kind of, took it, like picked it up with the palette knife and I scraped it onto the campus. And then um, it kind of made like this rough kind of style. And that's kind of what I was going for, for like the chaotic feeling. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: So how many, how many projects do you have going at any given time? Do you focus on one at a time or mm-hmm. do you have multiple projects in various stages?
1: Yeah. So I, focus on one project at a time really okay Um, yeah I'm kind of the person who doesn't like to like multitask I feel like that can be kind of complicated and a little messy at times um but yeah I I agree yeah (laughs) I focus on one thing at a time just because I feel like I'm more productive that way and I can my art is more effective that way yeah yeah
0: so what's you're a senior What's next? And and I don't just mean you know, um, what are you doing next year? But but where do you want your path to start steering towards as far as your art? I know that you had mentioned you've really been gravitating towards graphic design. Is that is mm-hmm. that is that a part of your art that you would want to continue to pursue yes. professionally, um, or as you know a job or or what?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I'm thinking of going into graphic design for um, a career um, I'm, I'm applied to Carnegie Mellon University and I got into that and so I'm going there for the next four years to wow. study design and also possibly minor in psychology too Wow yeah
0: that is absolutely incredible
1: for uh, the next four years I'm thinking of um, I'm pursuing graphic design and I think um, with that, I want to like help others and help other people through design and um, whether that be like creating app designs that help people or website designs um, or also like other creative things like maybe digital collages or things like that, yeah.
0: Well now I have more questions about this. So <laughs> so with graphic design, um, talk me through a, a few of those um, other projects are, are there any of those projects types of projects that you just de- just described that you're currently you know thinking about or actively working on you know because the the pieces that we talk through today um, are incredibly beautiful art pieces, you know, sort of in isolation. But when you start to talk about graphic design a bit, um, or you know, website design, those are things that are used, you know, can be used universally. Mm-hmm. And so, talk to me, talk me through sort of um, your thinking around pursuing that, you know, professionally.
1: Um. So I really like app designs and logo design, so I think I'm going to do something with that, maybe. Um, I created, in the past, I created an app design that helps people find recipes, um, customizable to, like, their specific needs, so um, I kind of just want to do something like that in the future where I can use app designs to help others, Um, and yeah.
0: Well, I think, you know, with the way social media is, the way in which branding is so important, the way that people access information through websites, I think it is a field that is incredibly important, not just now, but will continue to be incredibly important moving forward. And I think having thoughtful people behind the computer and working on you know, the elegance of those logos and, and website design is absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. I felt like my jaw was dropped most of the time just listening to you and, and listening to the process that, that you go through. And so I just want to thank you for being on this episode, and I wish you absolutely the best of luck uh, moving forward, not just this senior year, but you know the next four years and even beyond that as, as far as your art goes and everything else. So I want to thank you again. Well,
1: thank you for having me. Okay. <laughs>